All right, here we are. Here we are live over the internet through BBS Radio. Happy Sunday! Today it is January 16, 2022. My name is Heid Minderhout, located in Los Molinos, California, and this is simulcast as usual with a conference call. We welcome you all, and more people have joined in in the last minute. Welcome. Please say your names and location. Good morning, beautiful people. Joel in Chicago. Welcome, Joel. Hi, Joel. Hi, Joel. Hi, Joel. Good morning. I hear Don. Hi, Don. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, Cecil. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jeannie. I'm 55. Welcome, Jeannie. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Happy Sunday. Welcome. Please say your name and location. But only if you want to, we welcome you. And welcome to all of you folks listening in online through BBS Radio. Welcome to the next call. Please say your name and location. Gretchen. Hi, Joy. Arizona. Good Washington. Hi, Joy. I hear Joy and I hear Gretchen. Hi, Joy. Joy. Hi. Yes, hello. It's Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Joy. Hi, John. Hello, Ron. Hi. 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 Welcome to the next call. Please say your name and location. Roger in Austin. Welcome, Hi. Roger. Hi. Uh, hi. Hi, Rocha. Hi, Sasha. Hi. <laughs> Gretchen. No, not. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the call. Please say your name and location. Jyoti and Issaqua. Hi, Jyoti. Hi, Jyoti. Hi, Jyoti. Oh, Sija, oh. oh, Sija. It's pronounced Issaqua. It's not, not only if you want to, we welcome you. Yes, I was, I was going to say Gretchen. can't pronounce that one. Is it, is it, raining? <laughs> is it raining anywhere today? Fog in Seattle. No, but it's not cold. Oh, England doesn't Why? count. That's true again. <laughs> and it's very sunny today. Mm-hmm. Freezing in Louisiana. Wow. <laughs> but it was cloudy in the morning, morning and then sunny in the afternoon. <laughs> and foggy in the morning. That's what um, it's first to London, isn't it? England. Say that again, Wim? I said, the fog attracts tourists. 
A certain candy tourist, maybe. Someone no, else you didn't have to Please send him a location. Yeah, that's Warren from Fort Washington. Hi, Hi Lauren. Lauren. Welcome. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Do you get? Do, do you guys get fog in the U.S.? Oh yes, foggy oh, yes. and swim. Yesterday it was foggy oh, all day long, here. Ah. real bad. About to the next call. Let me see name and location. Oh, yeah. positive greetings. Hi uh, from Sedona, it's Raiden. Welcome, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Raiden, your friend Sakti is here. Oh, excellent. Hi, Sakti. Yes. Hi, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had trouble giving her the right um, email to submit the question uh, into the light dot uh, intelligent hyphen infinity dot com is the, the right one to get your question and talk no, to or, or it's ask. It's not into light. It's in the light. Next caller. Raiden? Next caller, welcome. Please say name and location. Yeah. Uh, light. Good morning, everyone. It's Mike and Mary in Nebraska. Hey, Hi, Mike hey, and Mary. Hi, Mike and Mary. So, yes, just as a clarification, hey, uh, the questions are for Wednesday, and today we do a uh, what we call the healing list. You can put issues onto the healing list where our sources will pay attention to, and they will comment on it, usually. Do we just say those out loud, or we just wait for those? When do we say those? It is a form. Oh, the form is, online. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Right. That's in the it's light. online form. Right. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. I'm supposed to put something in on in the light. What is the rest of that email? It's not an email. It's a form. It's in the light. Dash intelligent. No, it's in the light. In the light dot. (laughs) In the light dot. Intelligent dash infinity dot com. Okay. In the light. You know, for some reason, people get people people get dyslexic with that email address. (laughs) Someone else, join in. Happy Sunday. Appreciate name and location. This is Terry and Sedona. Welcome, Terry. Hey, Terry. Hey, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi. 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 Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi. And if you just joined in online through BBS Radio, happy Sunday to you. We welcome you. Terry, you look really good. Are we on BBS? Yes, we are. What's that? I wish Edna was here. Yes, I am here. You are Good here. Welcome, Edna. Good morning, afternoon. Ich liebe dich, mein Freund. Hi, Edna. Ich liebe dich auch, my friend. Edna. Hello. Yes, you. You're still in Brisbane. Are you still in Brazil, Ajna? Ajna, you Yes, I'm still there. I'm going to come oh. back to the United States on uh, Friday. 
Are they, are they having lockdowns or anything in Brazil? It's not as bad as the United States, but I feel more safer here, I know. <laughs> it's, Welcome uh, back, Laura. Yeah, yeah, but the United States seems like it's worse, way worse. Mm. You know, it's a little bit troubling, too. We're getting that in Chicago now. You can't go to the restaurant in that. And that is a direct violation of the Nuremberg Code, Section 6, Article 3, that says anyone who denies anyone food, access to food, transportation, health care, anything, it is considered a war crime. And nobody seemingly seems to care that you cannot do it. Everything must remain voluntary. That's the law. But... Well, what will happen eventually is that people will get very fed up and they will rise up and they will overthrow the establishment. That's what will happen. It's happened in, uh, where is that country I'm thinking of? The United States. France. Kazakhstan. Yes. Uh, It's happened very seriously. yeah, I think it's Kajaki. In one of the other countries. Yeah, Welcome hello, to the yeah. show. Happy Sunday. Please say your name and location. Hi, hello. Hi, how's it going? Robin, welcome, honey. Hello. Hello. All right. Thank all of you for being here. Happy Sunday. And if you're not familiar with this work or what we do, please listen in. For myself, the experience has been like magical. It really changed my life. been about 13 years, 12 years that I've been participating, and uh, to me it has uh, been what I needed in my life, definitely. We will have live communication here on this call today through our dear friend Terry Brown, who is able to to connect with sources away from this realm on the other side of the veil. We have the healing list that you have the option of to put issues on. We don't hear you, Wynn. Tyson speaking. been dropping out. He will be right back at you. Was that wind dropping out? Correct. He was speaking, but we didn't hear him. I guess that's All why right. he's going back. Several miracles have happened in my life through this 
connection with Vin and Sherry and the Elohim and the Ra group? And I encourage you to look at the information that is available online. The spiritchannel.net, the spiritchannel.net has a lot of information on it about the most wide topics, and it's all through channel material. We have recordings and some transcripts on the spiritchannel.net. And I encourage you to look into it. And here this morning, we have a two-hour gathering that usually flies by like time doesn't exist. Welcome back, Quinn. At right. this point, we start. Yes, okay. You're dropping us off early. Uh, I, I'm on. I dropped out once. I don't know what the connection problem is today with the, <laughs> the phone. Yeah, that could be that you guys are in. What you could do is call your, do yourself a favor, call your carrier, because usually what that shows that both of you are dropping off this morning that you probably have a dead cell in a card, and when it hits it, it you know it pushes the next call to the next to the next channel, next channel, next channel. When it hits it, it just knocks you off. So if you call your carrier, oh. and say, you know, when got not or I got knocked off, and then ten minutes later my partner got knocked off, they'll be like, okay. And I've had them send me a note and say because I was driving, I kept getting knocked out in this one spot, and then like there was a card that was dead. And, so they hit that call. All the cars were, all the, all the calls were dropping. Okay. You know, we have sudden ones, and they are the worst, worst internet provider. Welcome to the next caller. Please say your name and location. Hi, hi, it's Alan. Sorry, I'm a little late. That's okay, Alan. Welcome, brother. Hi, Alan. Thank you. Hi, Alan. Hi, Alan. Hello, Susie. Hi, Alan. Hi. Guys, let's let's get started, okay? All right. The things are off, and today it is January 16th. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. The recording has started. This is January 16th, 2022. Wynn and Terry in Sedona, Arizona, everybody everywhere, and this is our Sunday morning call. The official title of it is, is what, highs. What's the official title? I still call about uh, Sunday, Sunday morning, morning with the Elohim, and I still write it down as Sunday morning with the Elohim. <laughs> Right. Okay. And um, they have to fix that, don't they? Because it's not... You, we used to call this a grid healing, and we used to do healing on it. Um, we do have a healing list at the end of the call. And 
we're working with something, a principle, which I call group energy, okay? The idea is that everything in our universe is part of one energy. You could call it source. You could call it the one infinite creator. Everything. And in our realm, which is at a lower density of the universe matrix, you can't perceive that directly because everything seems separate. When you go, the higher you go in the universe matrix or the higher the dimension, the more the beings in those dimensions can perceive each other as part of each other. And we have the ability to touch into higher dimensions in our consciousness. Now, most people don't access that. But when someone accesses it, the world starts looking different. They see people, other people, as not being separate. It's kind of like all the cells in your body are separate cells, but they're all part of your one body. And all the beings in the universe, not all, well, the beings in the universe can seem separate from each other, but they're all part of one body. This is what our sources call the law of one. And the sources that we are going to communicate with are at a high enough level in the matrix where they see each other as part of themselves. And they still operate as sovereign beings. But they come together in groups and councils to perform different functions in the administration of the universe. And they monitor the universe. They monitor our planet. And what they told us, they told us early on and when I first started talking to them, which was in 2002, it was hard to believe everything they said. It seemed too far out. I couldn't figure out, why are they taking the time to talk to me? And why would they take the time and energy to pay attention to you? I didn't understand that. It seemed too trivial. But I began to understand that they are here to help us in our evolution. And they respond when people reach for them. 
call on them because they honor free will, so they don't interfere unless they're called on. So we have learned to call on them, which we do on these calls. And not only do they talk to us and give us the most amazing information about how the universe works, not only do they do that, but they also can flow their energy into a specific point of the universe. And so their energy is on our calls. And it helps uplift our vibrations. And it helps us move into the awareness of the law of one, this idea that we're all part of each other. And, um, and we've been doing this for years. And it's, it gets better and better because the people that are coming to our calls are expanding their awareness. They're feeling less trapped by the contractions in this realm. And sometimes we have a miracle or phenomena occurring or somebody on the call has it and they report it to us. I get an email from somebody and it's proved itself to me and many of the people who are regulars that what I'm saying is real. And it all started when my partner, Terry Brown, well, it didn't exactly start then, but what happened was Terry woke me up in the middle of the night to get the tape recorder out, and they started talking to me through her. And it was pretty hard to believe it was real at first, and I didn't. But I said, I'm just going to be asking questions and see what happens. And here we are, 18 years later, we're still asking questions, and every way they describe themselves at the very beginning of this has proven itself to be true by various phenomena and experiences that we've all had on this call. So, um, last week we started a topic called Sex and Spirit. And I barely tapped into it. We don't hear you. Are you there? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, Terry. Hi. I'm still active. Okay. Yes, I, I hear you. We don't hear Wim anymore. He dropped out. Right, right. His line is still active, but we don't hear him. Yeah, he talked. I recommend he goes on uh, POIP. Okay. Okay. 
Hear you win. Okay, he's gonna go on VOIP. All right, good. Terry, what do you want to say about sex before we uh, have been back? <laughs> All right, hold on just a minute. Um, so, <laughs> well, um, it's very interesting. I like sex. Um, I think it can be very beautiful. Uh, you know, it, as some of you know, uh, I'm the reincarnation of uh, Catherine, St. Catherine of Siena. And I don't know if you know the history of St. Catherine of Siena, but she, when she was five, she announced that she wasn't going to get married and wasn't going to have sex. And she was going to be celibate her whole life. And um, so um, I think me as um, that person, I uh, have some lessons to learn and in the area. And uh, when uh, having a male body, uh, he... Um, I think the male body has a buildup uh, in in the prostate and in in the sexual organs of uh, material that needs to be released periodically, and uh, I think it's part of the functioning of the male body. Uh, so. Um, interacting with men is uh, making some good lessons and I think we're both learning. So he has spoken about that like the law of one made simple uh, that I'm um, transcribing right now and I'm going to be making available soon. There's 10 sessions that Carla Ruckford and Wynn did in uh, 2012, 13, and 14. Uh, where they are going through the Law of One, Book One, and they're reading certain passages, and then uh, Carla and we are speaking of it and um, taking it apart so that it's understandable. Uh, and it, it's a wonderful piece. I certainly enjoy doing it. And 
Alan really got me started in that uh, uh, in New Jersey when he began to transcribe those, and then Bonnie has been helping too, and I am up to uh, number eight, um, working on eight of ten. So hopefully this will be done soon and we'll be able to make it available. But in that, when uh, discusses his um, uh, position on uh, sex and um, also some of the people that attended the Law of One Made Simple workshop expressed their viewpoint, which uh, one of their viewpoints was it... Um, they were uh, celibate uh, because they, when they went to the other side uh, after death, they didn't want to have that um, drawing them back to uh, the third density realm, uh, the addiction to sex. So there's a lot of things to consider there. And when is um, going to bring some of them up and see what the sources say today. I don't know where this is going to go, but it's going to be very interesting. Are you there, Wynn, yet? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. I'm on VOIP now. So, um, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, we've been having trouble with headsets, and I actually bought a new headset, and, and it's crapping out. In any case, I think we'll go into it. I'll tell you what, before I go into it, I'll see if anyone has any particular questions about this your particular topic. Your, your volume is a little bit low, Wynn. Uh, hello? Yeah, 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 you're good. Okay. You're good. You want me to open up, uh, open up the mic, Sherwin? Yes, please. All participants are unmuted. Okay. So, you're probably not going to say anything, because people <laughs> don't like to talk about this. It, it becomes an embarrassing topic. With that opening, does anyone want to bring up a question on this topic? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe everybody's gone Brahma Sharian, which is being celibate and uh, not wishing to pursue it. <laughs> I don't how many of how many of you have a question? Is that Edna? Yes, it's me. I was wondering, um, how can we use that to heal ourselves and heal partners, we heal people, right? To have um, that energy that liberates when we are in the act to heal ourselves. Because it's, it's a lot of energy, it's a different energy. Yes. And I'm pretty sure that it's a healing energy if you use, if you bring there where it's supposed to go, to heal yourself. 
you're, you're talking about sexual energy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Ben. So, yes. You know, it's been several years ago where I, um, during the daytime, I just watched a, um, how you call it, a solar eclipse? Yeah. Just without, you know, it was with my bare eyes. And um, in the evening, I had just one of the most and longest orgasms. And our sources, <laughs> they, um, they talked about it when I asked about it. That it was because I picked up the energy of the solar eclipse, I guess, something like that. And I wonder if there are other circumstances where a similar result can be accomplished. So, what? You're a brave man, Eyes. <laughs> what kind of phenomena? I think it's kind of interesting when you talk about the sun. If we, you know, we get every ounce of energy we've ever gotten from the sun. The sun is also something that we need to greatly appreciate and send love and gratitude because the sun is it for us here in the physical. I, 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 I want to ask you something. After you had that experience, how was your energy over the next couple of days? Did it impact your energy and your balance? Not as I recall. No. It was just the experience in the moment of being right. high, high intensity, right? Right. And then lasting okay. so long. Like, I was a... Yes. And I want everybody to know, Heise, that you're still you're a single man now, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Also, I think the energy the energy that it brings it balances your chakra. I think in my experience is that it balances you, it balances your chakra, it makes you feel more whole. Mm-hmm. Everybody has it. So if somebody don't tell me that doesn't help, I'm gonna say it's a joke. Everybody needs that. So, do you? Now you don't have to answer this, okay? Because I don't want to embarrass you, but I'll ask it, and you can say I don't want to answer. But after you have a connection, do you have? And how's your energy afterwards? Does it stay really balanced for a day or two? It's balanced for a long time. Depends on how you keep that energy. You have to maintain that calmness, that feeling of uh, balance, right? Because you, you you get up and you start, talk to people and you start your life, you go to work, and you have you have work to do, you have problems, and it comes all back again. Yes. So how can you keep that? It's up to each one of us, right? How yes. you keep ourselves balanced. Yes. Well, but, but okay. what I can share on that is when I was with my ex and, and when the, 
didn't happen in that, in my opinion. <laughs> but uh, when the action was going on, the one day, then the next day, I had just the greatest day at work. Every time. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, there's that song every, uh, saying, everybody loves a lover, right? And I think it's because when you have that experience and you get very balanced, your sharp edges are off. And for a period of time, people love to feel your energy because it's balanced. And, um, and they don't know why, but years ago, I didn't understand that connection. And I had this person that I really loved, and she left me. And when she left, I went through an extreme unbalance for six months. And um, I didn't know that was going to happen because I, I didn't make the connection in my mind that I was in a very good state of being because I was having a good connection with her. And um, then I learned it. I learned it then. But anyone else want to share anything or bring a topic up? This is Terry, and I would like to read you uh, some comments um, uh, concerning uh, what uh, Jim McCarty's take on this. And uh, it's not that long, but it's uh, very informative. Let me mute the phone lines, okay? Okay. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Okay. Uh, Carla had been feeling uh, very depleted of energy, and when she would channel the lab group, it, she would lose three pounds approximately in every channeling, and and. She asked Don, she'd been with Don for about 16 years, and uh, he was totally celibate, and she asked Don if it would be all right if she had made love uh, with, um, with Jim, and he said, of course. Um, so um, here's Jim's comment about this. Throughout the first couple dozen sessions, we discovered that when Carla and I would have a sexual energy exchange, which Ra would call it, the sessions the next day were longer. So eventually, we asked Ra a question about that. Our sessions were always in a question and answer format. There were not any cosmic sermonettes. It was free will, so we had to determine the question. So we asked about that, and Ma said 
there was an energy that was transferred between the male and the female in which the excess physical energy of the male is transferred to the female while she transfers her excess of mental, emotional, and spiritual energy to the male. And that is what Ra called a sexual energy exchange. So this sexual energy exchange helped Carla remain in her channeling mode for longer periods and answer more questions. Um, so this yet is um, Jim McCarty's uh, and and Carla or uh, his statement on it and and um, Carla also commented in another place in the Love One Made Simple. Uh, that this really helped her because her energy was so depleted and it gave her energy so that she was able to channel longer and to bring through the Ra group. And, uh, it really helped her health-wise. Um, so uh, now I'll give it back to Wynn. Wynn, did you hear that? Are you there, when? I'm here. I'm here. Don't worry. I, w- I muted myself. Okay? All right. Um, you, you know, in, in my language, but the Ra actually, in, in the Carlo Rucker Law of One ses- Sessions, they made a lot of comments about sex. And... Um, I, I, I was going to read some of them last week, but I didn't. Uh, we didn't get to it. Maybe I read one or two, but we may have the raw group. The raw group had bodies on Venus and 3D bodies, something like ours, as I understand it. And they said at one point in the the Law of One sessions that the population of Venus was much less warlike than our planet. And that they were more involved in sexual energy exchanges. And um, and then the Ra group graduated from Venus and um, ended up in the higher realms. And they also said they had a group soul that was helping them when they were on Venus, similar to the way that they're helping us. And it's, it's, it's a very interesting look at the universe because as you become more advanced spiritually, as you become more of an adept at the law of one, you rise in your ability to contact and manifest higher dimensions, not just through channeling, 
effect for most people, it's not channeling at all. But in your ability to be loving and to love other people, you know, the ultimate manifestation of rising in the dimensions is being able to embrace the law of one. And it doesn't mean believing it. In other words, when I say we're all one, that does not translate into an experience necessarily in you. When you can easily contact the quality of compassion, when you can connect with another person, even when um, you wouldn't normally, and you look at them and you see yourself in them, you see what they're going through, and sometimes you have to be careful with that idea because many people can be devious and and if you compassion does not mean to make yourself totally personally vulnerable to another person because some people many people will take that as a an excuse to take advantage of you one way or another. So it's complicated. You've got to figure that out. Like, I can be compassionate to somebody that's negative, and the way that translates to me is, well, they've got a lot of lessons to learn yet if they want to go up the evolutionary ladder and it's not a good idea to connect with them personally and then be vulnerable because their pattern will be to be abusive to me or to um, take advantage of me. And, and that that's happened to me a lot in my life because... You know, when you think of the idea of loving everybody, it does not mean to be personally vulnerable to everybody. It's a higher love. And you you just register inside yourself. This person's still going through this, and I'm going to get caught up in that if I connect with them. And, um, and you know to stay out of those kind of, relationships and interchanges and particularly sexually because that really hooks you in to another person's energy field. One way of looking at it is that when you have, we each have our matrix, our energy field, our hologram and to have successful sex, the matrixes intertwine and suddenly you experience each other's holograms at a very deep level. And then if, if they happen to be at a much lower consciousness than you, 
or more contracted than you in their energy, then to be in rapport with them, you have to contract yourself so you can be familiar to them. And then in a relationship, and probably many of you have had this experience, when you contract yourself and you're in a relationship or ongoing, you start to forget about your own expansion and you're living in the other person's contraction. Because the higher expansion can contract into the lower expansion. But the lower contraction cannot, and I won't say this as an absolute, they usually can't expand into the higher level. They don't have the experience of it. So the higher has to contract to the lower. Now, sometimes the contracted person can identify the other person as their teacher, in which case it might work. And by teacher, I don't mean that you're lecturing them and you know more than them. They realize that they're getting expanded and they want to know how does that work and it starts a process in them where they can learn from experiencing the other person's hologram and expand over time. But at least they won't um, go at it in a negative way where they say, this is a person I can take advantage of and um, and and abu be abusive, okay? Men sometimes resent the fact that women, a woman can make them feel good and they feel controlled by it. And women sometimes will use that to control a man. And if a man feels controlled by it, he will start to really resist. And the relationship usually becomes hostile. And uh, over time, when there can be years, you it falls apart. And people want to feel that completion, the potential through sex with another person for themselves. But then they resent it because they feel controlled, because they need it. And, um, and, and I'll bet you some of you can relate to this. And, 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 and you go into a relationship and you, when you're, when you're in that ability to connect with oneness or when you're in the experience of the law of one, you look at somebody and you say, I want to help them. I want to make them, I want to love them to be better. Love will help them, fix them. And when you get involved, you find 
it didn't work. That the person is now walking around with an attitude and blaming you. And, 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 and sometimes it takes years to figure out this will never work. And, you know, we've, I've had the experience with Terry, um, where she is very loving. And when she meets somebody that's having troubles, she automatically wants to we used to have conversations about this that she wanted to give them love and doesn't mean that she got involved involved with them intimately just even in, in a personal level she just wanted to give them love and they were just going to try to use that and it's a fine line to figure these things out when you're in the middle of them and usually you have to go through the experience, sometimes a number of times before you look at the pattern, and and this is where wisdom comes in, you see somebody, and there's a potential for a connection, and then you look at look at the pattern that comes up, and you say, nope, I've been there and done that, and I'm not going to do that again, or, you know. It's kind of like if you if somebody's desperate for money is a good example, and you help them, then they come back for more, and and over a long period of time, you're giving them money for years, and you think you're helping them, and you're not. You're enabling them because they're not trying to resolve that for themselves. They're not trying to figure out, how do I get get along in this world? How do I make it work? Um, um, and they just end up becoming, the word is codependent, you know? They become codependent on you. And eventually you realize that that person is siphoning your energy. They're not giving back. And it's not just the money, it can be in emotions, it can be an energy balance. They're not giving back, and um, and you hold in the relationship because it's become a pattern that you're, you know, you're used to. And you think you're doing God's work because you're helping the person. And... Um, just want to see here. Uh, I, I would like to read another passage here um, where Carla and you are speaking of this. And um, it's short, but uh, it's, um, it's really to the point. Would that be okay, Lynn? Yep. All right. Uh, so here goes. Um, when uh, Ra group told Carla, it's good to have sex before you channel us because it helps balance your body. Isn't that true, Carla? And Carla answers, yes. Uh, but on the other hand, I was in a loving relationship where sex 
had always been sacred from the beginning, and that that's her relationship with Jim. Um, and when response, right, Ra told her a loving sexual relationship exchange, making love from a fourth chakra point makes it easier to channel them, but they don't ask her to be an ascetic. How do you say that when ascetic, somebody that doesn't experience... Ascetic, 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 ascetic. Ascetic, ascetic, yeah. They didn't ask her to be Brahmacharian. Now, Brahmacharian is uh, an Indian word for being celibate and curbing desires. Celibate, right. And then Carla responds, yes, I was physically so depleted that I desperately needed the energy. You receive and give a lot of energy during the mating. The male provides what he has in excess. Ra explained that, and I'm sure we will discuss that later. Ra said that the male gives what he has in excess, which is physical energy. The female gives what she has in excess, which is spiritual energy, which gives the, gives the male inspiration. It gives the female strength. It was giving me strength. Jim said that sometimes his forehead would be pulsing even the next morning after he had after we had sexual relations because of the power of our meeting. It was just very strong and I am grateful for it. Mm-hmm. That was Carla's comment. Yes. Is that to win? Okay. Now, I said this last week, and I'll say it again, that everyone is totally unique. And so everyone has to discover, if they choose to, their own sexuality. And you can talk about things in general or in archetypes, and there are archetypes that most men are like this and most women are like this. And when you have a sexual interchange or a relationship interchange, it's like this. It's in general. And we all know, I think we all know, maybe there's people that don't know this. Maybe there's people that come in, they're androgynous, they don't have a need for sex or they don't think they do, and they just, it's not part of their experience that they need to have. And I'm sure that's possible. But most people feel this longing for completion that they experience in a relationship with the opposite sex, or even in the relationship with the same sex. Okay? I mean, there's all kinds of different relationships. And even a same-sex relationship can have energy balancing connected to it in, in, in the sense that 
um, somebody feels received and they understand the nature of the other person because they understand their nature. And it comes to a successful end, end point in when people can relate to... See, this is where it gets tricky because you have to be careful about who you connect with because especially if you're of the higher consciousness because oftentimes people of a higher consciousness want to rescue other people. They see their pain and they want to love them. They see their nature. They see inside them and they want to love what they see but it's not what they get, okay? They get um, a difficult, adversarial, abusive connection, and and they don't understand how it happened because they were approached it in a very loving way. Now I'm going to open the mics up again. All participants are unmuted. And we are open again. And do any of you relate to having those kinds of experiences? I'm not going to make you talk unless you want to. Yes. Yes. Anyone else? Yes. Thank you for being honest. <laughs> yes. Any men relate to it? Yes. Yes. And it, it's very confusing. You don't understand it because the relationship goes bad, and it, you, the more you try to fix it, the worse it gets. And I, I certainly have had that experience, okay? And it's, it's not bad to have it because you're, you're gaining in wisdom when you have that experience. Okay, you're learning how things work, and you start um, to learn patterns. Yes. So you have to be careful in your partners, and you know a lot of times you have to be willing to go into something, and you're not exactly sure where it's going to go. And you do it because you hope it's going to get better or it's going to shift. Or the better you know each other, it'll ultimately lead. This is why i got to figure it out. i, I got to check. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. It sounded like Raiden was there in the background. Okay. So it's it's a really tricky thing. And... Until you go through making a few mistakes in this realm, or maybe just one, okay? Um, sometimes somebody makes a mistake. It's not really a mistake because you didn't have the wisdom to see where it was going to go 
when you first started. You just went into it. And it started out like a one-night stand, and it ended up into a, a totally horrible connection. And when you get the wisdom by making mistakes and seeing where they went, you can start to see the pattern so that if somebody new comes into your life, you can see in advance that this isn't going to go well. And that's the wisdom part. Because when you get involved in one of these more negative type of relationships, each person thinks the other one is the one at fault in the relationship. That's been my experience. And then they want to change the other person. And these patterns don't change because you want them to change. They change because you've got more wisdom. And in, in a relationship, each person has their own unique set of needs. And you get to the place, and this is the, the subtle shift that makes it successful. You get to the place where I care about this person and I want to fulfill their needs because I love them and not because I want them to fulfill my needs. But invariably, if two people can arrive at this together, they fulfill each other's needs out of love rather than obligation. Like, I'm, I'm, like what would obligation look like? A guy coming home saying, ah, I'm bringing home all the money. Let's have sex. I need a payoff. And the woman will say, can't we go out and have a nice dinner together? Or, you know, um, a vulnerable kind of outing. Or, I mean, it's... Those are just examples. It's different for everybody. But when two people... I, I have a comment. What's that? So, I'm not taking, so the I'm not husband, taking, I'm the husband, I'm not taking you to dinner enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, he, the, like some men would come home and they would maybe want to have sex. And instead of saying, well, let's just go have sex, they might say, hey, honey, that have a romantic dinner out tonight and then she starts oh yeah you know and they start having a great conversation and they and the love starts to shine and get greater and greater and then generically it just happens when they get home Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) well it's like 
can you do things out of love rather than obligation or expectation, you know? And yeah. can you can you make a relationship work when you start doing that? You, you know, we're all in this giant experiment and you're having your experiences and you want to have the experiences that make you grow. And oftentimes people will get into one of these negative type interchanges and when they break up, you're an incredible hurt. And the person says, I'm never going to let that happen again. I'm never going to love anybody, okay? But as I see it, you were the hurt was there when you first started the relationship, and you expected the relationship to fix your hurt. And if you break up, you go back to the hurt again. And it may even be worse because there may have been moments when they fixed it, you fixed each other, but you couldn't sustain it. And um, and then when it breaks up, you're back to the hurt again. And um, I think on that note, we'll start a conversation with our sources, okay, and see what happens. Okay, Terry, are you ready? You need a break? <clears throat> no, I don't need a break. Um, and uh, I would like to end off about 12.30 so that we can um, finish the call um, more on time today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me check the healing list out because, you know, eventually we're going to get a lot of people on this call and I don't know, we're going to have to do a different thing with the healing list because uh, we'll end up going till three and, um, or longer or, you know, or... Now, I just tried to connect to the healing list. It wouldn't connect me. Well, let's do the channeling and then about 12.30, stop and um, check it out then. Okay. Maybe CJ will bring it in then. Okay. Other Mother God, we ask of the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry and myself and everyone on this line and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, 
through our bodies and into the center of the earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? Yes. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We are connected two ways. We are connected to you and each one on the line who wishes to be connected with. We have positioned ourselves to be connected directly to you. And we also, on the other side, are connected up with the Elohim group and with the one infinite creator who is the source of all creation and is really uh, everyone is an expression of the one infinite creator. And different aspects are learning lessons um, and are checking out their experience and how best to experience their life in the physical realm and in the higher densities. (laughs) If we ever see anything that doesn't make total sense to you, disregard it, as we are only here to assist you where it makes sense and where you can use the information and uh, can help it to further your own uh, best experience. Do you have questions? Well, first thing is, since our topic is successful sex, successful energy interchange, would it be better for Ra to um, address these questions, at least majority We are a combination of the Wild Group and we are a combination of the Elohim Group and we have the ability depending upon uh, the uh, best source to bring to your answer to move uh, seamlessly into that connection. Okay, so I'll just let you decide on your side who who answers, and we don't we don't even need to know as long as we get a good answer. Okay. Right. So um, okay. that uh, I'll just I'll ask the question about Ra on Venus, and on Venus it was indicated. On Venus, uh, on Venus, um, we uh, were at the time individualized 
in two different uh, body uh, structures on Venus. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And that it was indicated that on Venus, the sexual energy exchange was more more successfully prevalent than on this planet. I, that's the way I got that. And that this planet was much more warlike. And um, so people were more able to have successful relationships, I would imagine. And could you comment on that? Yes. Yes. Um, the uh, our group uh, individualized on Venus was very much more interested in uh, the spiritual aspect of life, the um, harmony between souls, the fulfillment of the longing for love between individuals, the um, sharing of love, the the, um, sharing of communication, uh, the spiritual side of life. And it was a much more fulfilling uh, relationship had much more fulfilling relationships than have occurred as we watch the Earth plane. Earth had an inset of the uh, making of uh, the combining of bodies um, of the Anunnaki form with the ape form uh, in the attempt to uh, develop a body that was much more able to uh, perform work in, in the heavier atmosphere of Earth. Because of this um, influence from the ape culture genetically into the um, combining into the Anunnaki form, the influence of the culture of the apes was infused into the resulting humans. Now, not all of the humans are genetically related to this uh, genetic experiment, which created uh, many bodies on Earth. Uh, There were the moving uh, to Earth from many different planetary spheres, uh, groups that um, were continuing their evolution on Earth. So there were uh, quite, there were members of different groups that were working together. But going back to the ape descendancy and some of the body types, uh, apes had developed evolutionary-wise 
a way of survival, which would be to move into another's territory to get the resources and take whatever might be needed for their own survival. So the carryover in the um, resulting hybrid bodies in the earth plane from uh, the combination of the apes and the Anunnaki was to help uh, genetically uh, influence in uh, just moving into another country's uh, resources, taking over the oil, taking over whatever it was that uh, the uh, tribe needed. Uh, so this was a detrimental influence that came from the ape cultures into the human culture, which made the human culture more warlike and uh, more uh, liable to move into another's territory and take their resources uh, with the idea that it was needed to be done to provide for the tribe. Uh, so the humans ended up uh, to be more warlike, and not only uh, the influence from the ape culture, but the uh, different cultures from different star groups, different planets, that uh, some of the um, inhabitants had taken up um, outposts on planet Earth, and it made for great diversity and when you have great diversity in cultural develop what a group has developed culturally, and they totally believe in uh, their cultural beliefs, uh, and they may be quite different between species, uh, between stock groups. So there is a lot of um, uh, friction between different groups that were inhabiting Earth. Um, the us on Venus, we were uh, particularly the one group were committed to uh, finding the evolutionary um, patterns it would help. One of them was the, uh, we created over 600 years the um, Toro, which outlined different archetypes. Um, when, uh, for instance, when an individual comes in uh, and they um, don't have experience uh, in, and they are uh, not realizing that the stove is hot gravity, they can't uh, just walk off a cliff and uh, they're experiencing um, a new life in a uh, set of rules that uh, the planet has determined uh, you need to um, honor gravity and uh, to get along very well and live a long time. So there are different um, archetypes that uh, we 
developed over 600 years to help with the evolution of the uh, of, of our species. Uh, also, we did some work with Earth in bringing uh, uh, advanced beings in uh, to be teachers. Um, we experienced the, the Christ consciousness, and we attempted to bring that to the Earth people. Uh, we brought the taro in and introduced it in Egypt and also in Sumer, not Mesopotamia. Uh, we hope that these things would uh, help the evolutionary uh, progress of life, life on Earth. Um, we, the, um, the difference in cultures and the difference in the genetics in the uh, humans uh, created more friction uh, than in our culture on Venus. And we did have a very um, great sexual interchange between individuals very loving uh, and bringing together the needs of a body male body and a female body uh, to satisfy them and the integration into a great family life and the raising of children and the producing of children that were had had optimum uh, ability uh, to grow and uh, be a part of the family and progress communicate and share love and learn to move through the uh, densities, the density, the third density of choice, the fourth density of love, and to be able to experience love in their daily life, which would move them on in their evolutionary progression. That is our comments. Uh, our well, comments. Question. When you developed the tarot on Venus, was that something that was delivered to you by the group Oversoul that you were working with on Venus, or were you able to develop Yes, it? they worked with us on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is correct. They were, they had, they, it was their experiment initially and they were uh, teaching us concerning our archetypes, and we wrote it down <coughs> and developed it experientially further. And on Venus, were there all the varieties of sexual expression, uh, um, you know, like homosexuality, heterosexuality, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? That was almost unheard of. There were some individuals who preferred that. For instance, if an individual has had uh, numerous lifetimes on the female side and then be, uh, suddenly would be reincarnated on the male side, they, they, they were enclaves where they would go to practice that. 
mainly uh, it started because individuals uh, got used to uh, living on, say, the, the female side, and, and then when they would be reincarnated uh, into the male side, they were so comfortable with the female side, they, they would uh, attempt to continue that role. But they they tended to be to themselves and to to work through their lessons uh, in, in the separate private community. Mm-hmm. And also, um, let me see here. What was did Venus have cultures from other planetary populations similar to the Earth? There were some. Uh, they didn't intermix that much. So. Mm-hmm. And were there? Was Venus extremely advanced technologically and biologically? Where they were doing experiment, genetic experiments, trying to make perfect beings? No, we we were not so involved in that. Uh, we were more uh, focused on spiritual growth um, of each individual and in moving through the densities to higher densities of love and wisdom and unity. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I happen to know a person on this plane that has a great identification was being a lion and lion type characteristics was that is that a result of some previous genetic thing is it a result of their own um, creation in their mind or do they have a lion in their space they have a lion in their space that in the past there was a um, a huge um, conflagration, which um, destroyed the lion's body and the and the person's body, and uh, they began to identify with each other, and they um, began uh, to travel together. Mm-hmm. Was it like a, nu- a nuclear incident, a conflagration? We don't wish to go into that person's track further. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for clarifying that. And when I was describing all the different challenges of sexual connection in this realm, And I was describing how a person that has a more expanded consciousness can contract into a lower level. But a person at a lower level doesn't have the experience to expand into a higher level. And so the person on the higher level that has a committed relationship that they're trying to work out with a person at a lower level, can you explain 
the details of that? That is too cut and dried. As each individual circumstance is different, and the individual with the higher expansion can lift the other person up. It depends upon how much the uh, person uh, with the uh, lower awareness has an open heart or not, and, and how much um, they are open to learning. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe how a person can have a successful relationship with another person on an intimate level? Thank you. We suggest communication so that you get to know the other person, uh, get to know how they are, uh, get to know what brings them joy, uh, get to know what their goals are, get to know what you have in common, because the more that you can communicate and you can uh, grasp uh, and understand and be vulnerable and open to the other person and they to you, the more you resonate together and the better relationship you will end up having. Mm-hmm. And how about self-service? When a person doesn't have a relationship, what are the, the impact of bringing themselves to an orgasm? Is that okay? Thank you. Yes, that we uh, that would be. It depends too upon the person's own viewpoints and training. Um, but if it is acceptable within their uh, lifestyle and training to them, uh, the body can move through its functions its orgasm, its opening up of the chakras, and it can move them to a better place. Mm-hmm. So we, we have a long healing list, Okay. Uh, just a couple more questions, and we'll go to the healing list. We, we would prefer one question, one as question. it is past 12.30. Okay, one question. And the question is, I had the question a moment ago and it slipped away. Hang on, hang on. Um, Regardless of anything, a person doesn't need to feel guilt about what they're doing. But if they're consciously doing things that hurt another person, which happens all the time, then that's going to create karma, I would guess. Can you comment on that? Yes. Again, uh, your look at it is cut and dried, but individuals are not fitting into one 
particular pattern or another. So it depends upon a person, on their training, on their belief systems, what is going to be working for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I thank you very much for coming in and answering our questions. And um, you are. In, it is hard joy. And these are hard thank topics you. to address and talk about. So um, these are not. These are not hard for us to address. We have addressed those in our life on penis and in our physical life before. I don't mean for you to address, it's for people to address, you know? Um, yes, it is, yes. Uh, well, look, one more question. It can be. Sorry. One more question. We we, we prefer yeah. to go to All the right. healing okay. list well, and move the, your question well, to next week. All right, we'll go to the does healing our, list. Does our condom need to break, Barry? No. No. All right, so... People are still not listening to me, I don't think, on the way they deal with the healing list. And um, at some point... How many (laughs) people are on the healing list today? I think about 16, okay? We would prefer, as we go through the healing list, if someone take the first two things uh, that they have and um, and and uh, address those. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is not meant to be a reading. And, of course, on Wednesday night, there's time to ask questions and, and, and get longer answers to things uh, when you have questions, okay? And... Um, and otherwise, keep this, these requests specifically to healing. And let me ask a question here to our sources. You know, people put on this list things of like healing the planet, healing politics, making cryptocurrencies work, etc., and voting fraud. And is it okay with you to to encourage that kind of um, um, a person's question, a person's desire? We wish to hear that. Okay. All right. So, Cynthia, are you there? I am here. And this is Cynthia in England. And uh, she's on a piece of property that has horses. And she is a very aware person and loving person. And I'm honored to have her help on the healing list. And I turn it over to CJ. Oh, thank you, Wynn. It's very kind of you. I would like to... Ask for the love light of protection for each and every person on the healing list listening to this call 
uh, a subject of the healing list, listening to the replay, or reading a transcript. Roger from Austin, Texas. A few days ago, I came down with an unidentified respiratory infection. It has taken away all my energy. I ask the sources for the love light to help my body heal itself and bring me back to my normal healthy condition. Blessings to all and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There are remedies that can help with that. We suggest you email when to ask for some remedies that should make it significantly better. One of the things that can help um, to help clear that is cold foot. It is an herb. Uh, uh, a cough remedy for to help release mucus from the system. Um, there are other things uh, which are recommended which should relieve it and bring you through. Thank you. Thank you. John from Las Vegas is asking for the massive systematic voting fraud from the November the 3rd, 2020 election to be revealed to the American people, along with the corruption in US government the massive fraud and manipulation of the financial system. Um, he asks that there will be an executive branch, a legislative branch, and a judicial branch of the government that are positive service to others and will honour the integrity, ethics, wisdom, and courage and honour the US Constitution and the will of the American people. He asks for the honouring of freedom for all Americans to choose and decide what they feel is best for their own lives. He asks for no long-term effects from the vaccine. He asks that um, publicity of the light shed on cryptocurrencies and that people will adopt them like Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, XRP, XLM, XDC, Lota, and Algorand. And he's asking that they become um, world currencies that will be capital gains free. And he asks for all of it to be done for the highest good of all concerned. Thank you. Thank you. And we ask in the future, uh, when you ask, pick the top two priorities, as each one of those is a huge area that we then go into and we merge with the area and we evaluate the area. So 
we ask that you pick in the future the top two priorities, and then the next week or Wednesday, you can bring up for more information on that. We particularly look at cryptocurrency, and we seek to check into uh, other countries and their usage of cryptos, and particularly in Turkey. And uh, we do some evaluation. Thank you. Thank you. Heis from Los Molinos. My dear friend and neighbor, Danielle, has built up a great loving relationship with Corrie in Reading, which is an hour drive to the north from here. She decided this week to quit her job in Chico, 25 minutes to the south, and to move in with him soon. She does not have a new job yet, but she feels driven to work with the people who are experiencing domestic violence. She has experienced many years of physical and mental abuse herself in her past relationship, but she was able to break away from it and has become a true survivor. She wants to make a difference. She asked me to put her on the healing list to be supported. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. You see her very high hopes and uh, her commitment, and we back it. Thank you. Thank you. Joe from New Mexico. Um, Joe is asking for um, I'd like to put into the light participation of our true son, our father, son in our daily work for the highest and greatest good transmutation into positive energies, all harmful AI, nanotech, radionics, on a continuous basis, and healing of all bad effects they may create. Cleaning and clearing of, of the air and water, healing, assistance and protection for our beautiful Mother Earth, um, the human family, flora and fauna, and all sentient beings. Healing and protection for my mother, my friend Isis, myself, and all of our families, friends, pets, homes, properties, and all we are lovingly connected with, as well as assistance with all of my daily prayers. I'd like to ask for help with understanding all things relevant and for highest and greatest good, as well as 24-7 connection with our beautiful Elohim and Ra. Um, I'd like to ask for assistance with all the imbalances coming our way so that we can handle it with ease and grace to be helped in continuing on our evolutionary path forward with a big help in maintaining world peace now. Um, I'd like to request a big healing for all present and 
everything and everyone and everywhere we are lovingly connected with, as well as separation of harmful AI from our human family. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, again, uh, we ask for you on a Sunday to put to pick the highest priority for you. Uh, as those topics you have presented, we have been with you working on each one as you have been speaking. Uh, they are in different categories, uh, different areas with different people involved. And um, we wish uh, to give everyone a chance to participate on a Sunday. Uh, and to bring your, your as you do, um, to bring this into a whole planet healing as you do each night, which is really good. Uh, or specific things to work with on uh, Wednesday and ask questions. And we love you, and we uh, work with your mother and with Isis. And with your animals and your uh, your location where you are, and with uh, any harmful AI to um, disban uh, it. Thank you. Thank you, Terry Kane from Oceanside, California. Healing from fever, loss of strength cause of lower fever, adrenal strength, God's life force, reinforcement needed. Thank you. Thank you. We send that to you, Terry. We uh, send you strength. There are substances which you um, they would be a combination of um, ingredients that would eliminate uh, parasitic and bacterial influences that are somewhat taking your strength um We suggest that you research protocols uh, that um, help individuals um, with those symptoms you have to um, move through them quickly. Thank you. Thank you. Joy from Squim, Washington. Our dear friends, thanks for your ongoing support, for all who are open to receiving it. The progress I'm witnessing in the health of others and myself is so encouraging and helps us stay in a higher frequency. That ripples out healing to others in our nation, our world and beyond. This is wonderful with love, love, love and deep gratitude. Joy. Thank you. Thank you. As you work with others, your own benefit 
is also fortified and increased. And as you grasp more and more, uh, the uh, fundamentals of how health works and uh, the benefits to people and how their minds work and what can help them, you also are strengthened. And we send you strength to aid in your endeavors and to send um, energy to fortify the um, progress of the people. Thank you. Thank you. Etchna from Snohomish. Thanks to our sources for all the support, protection, and guidance. I would like to put into the light the ocean where the volcanic activity happened, sending love to Mother Earth and thanks for all that she provides to us. Also putting into the love light Eric and myself for protection while traveling and asking for the sources and grace to protect us and keep us away from the COVID virus. Much love and big thanks for all you do for us. Thank you. Thank you. We love our connection with you, Eric and Kim. And the others that you then connect with. We send we connect with the ocean and we see that it has broken the ocean particles up. And uh, we send them a light. Thank you. Thank you. We also send... Alan from we also send love and We also send love and help to France. Go ahead. Thank you. Alan from uh, Oldbridge, New Jersey. Thank you, dear and loving friends. I am so grateful for your continued love and support. I would like to place Cecil and Wynne and Terry into the love light. First, did you cause Cecil's body to avoid possible death when he slipped on black ice? Did you? Um, would like to place him and the ongoing issue caring for his wife who has not recognized him for over six years. It is sapping his energy. He loves her dearly and does all he can for her, but she constantly attacks him. My intention is to continue to place him in the love light that he might experience relief without violating his or his wife's free will. As for Terry and Wynne, they are in need of funds to continue the invaluable work. My prayer is that we might embrace their issue and begin to contribute, thus ensure the work continues without the constant stress of financial issues. Wynne mentioned offering message a day for a monthly fee I believe, for 5 or $10 a month. Will you support this 
and I now place both Cecil and Wynne and Terry in the love light, that what will manifest will be for the highest and greatest good with love and gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Cecil has his own protection as he is um, the way he, in his relationships and in his connections, in his connection with us. He has his own protection and we work with him to send to ease um, to uh, give him joint help and body help and the cessation of uh, 